Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Ammon Clough Creative. Ammon Clough Creative is a business specializing in photography, videography, podcasting, education, and content creation. Services include weddings, small business landing videos, corporate video and photography work, podcast production, product photography, brand exposure, one-on-one and group workshops, and photo shoots in almost any capacity, such as outdoor or indoor, family, couples, or single-person photo shoots. For more information, go to ammonclough.com or check out ammonclough on Instagram at ammonclough. Welcome to another episode of Ambitious. This is a podcast where I, your ambitious host, Ammon Clough, have conversations with really ambitious people, people who display characteristics, lifestyle, passions that are very ambitious, such topics as entrepreneurship, motherhood, fatherhood, photography and videography, since that's kind of my thing, business, marriage and relationships, being a nice person, and other ambitious topics. We talk about their ambitions, and then we talk about what they can do even further to instill more ambition into their ambition. Ambition on ambition. Ambition squared. (laughs) What? So open up your ear holes and let's have some fun. So, Brittany Brown. Yep, that's me. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Let's just jump into this thing. Let's just start the podcast. Send it. Yeah, we'll send it. Okay. The reason that... Well, first let me introduce you a little bit. Oh, yes. Brittany Brown and I are... We were... Would you say we're coworkers? We're professional coworkers who have collaborated professionally and creatively. Yes. I'd say like co-friends. Co-friends. Yeah. Because we're friends. Yeah, we're good friends. And coworkers. So we've we've worked together in professional capacity. We met through uh, on a job, actually, like a video job. Yep. You were the dancer on and the salt the flats. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you danced and played violin. Yeah. With bare feet on the salt flats. Oh, never ever do that were to all feet, the who listen. Were your feet so raw? Yeah. <laughs> Remember, they were like kind of bleeding. You were pretty bit. ambitious at first, but then you that yeah. slowly started to. That reality kind of set in. Then I was like cringe dancing. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I made you. I, I made you kept having to like redo sprint. certain stuff. Oh yeah, Remember the you sprint. Made me sprint at the very end after my feet were raw. Yeah, sorry but about that. It. You did great. Thank you. You did great. Well, that was a fun video. Yeah, it was. I, and thank you. I appreciate it. That was a fun job. It was awesome. So yeah, we met at the Salt Flats. We took some really cool pictures, and then. uh and then you asked me to be your videographer for your YouTube series, right? Downtown with Brittany Brown. Ew, ew, ew. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah, so fun. Yeah, Hilarious. we worked together. We we made weekly videos for right. your YouTube, and you grew fast. You you, you grew really fast. Ate my vegetables. <laughs> well, I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gained a lot of traction on your YouTube, and that was yeah. really cool. Why, why'd you stop? Why'd we stop doing that? Did you run out of money? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I went to New York and then I came back and it was just kind of done. Yeah, you got pretty up. busy with like your job. Yeah, we broke up professionally. <laughs> and then we were just co-acquaintances. In oh, our co- no, I can't think of co-acquaintances. Co-acquaintances, yes. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, we're still friends. We still do random stuff. Yeah, we'll still collaborate on photo shoots and for that ably job that I did. With the, with yeah. Have you been wearing that shirt? Yeah. 
Do you like it? Um, yes. I don't know why I hesitated. Yes. I love it. It doesn't show my sweat. And it's nice because I can wear it. It's not so jimmy that I can't like wear it normally. Jimmy? Like gym attire jimmy. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's not Where so I can, jimmy. I can wear it like in a normal setting. Gotcha. And it's not like, oh, she's wearing a gym shirt right Right, now. right, right. And it's great. It's nice. Okay, so this is not sponsored. <laughs> You should sponsor me, though. Not sponsored, yeah. (laughs) So, the reason I wanted to talk to you, Brittany Brown, is because of your incredible ambition. You're 21 years old, correct? Yes. And you are on a path to retire by the time you're... 23. 23. Yeah. Wait, are you joking? No, I'm dead serious. (laughs) Free at 23. 23. Yeah. So, do you currently have a job? I do. I nanny for kids. Nice. Training for the future. Far, far future. To be a mother? <laughs> to be a mother. Okay, so be a mother. there's an ambition. You want to be a mother? Yes. Of four? Um, we'll see. Want to have four children? I, yeah. I think I want to adopt too. I've always felt oh, wow. that way. Have I ever told you, travels. have I ever told you my adoption story? No. You're adopted? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you look just like your mom as That's far as great. i know i'm not adopted but like somebody in one of our old wards up north in salt lake our church group uh-huh. uh somebody offered to give me their baby right. like to you did for, tell me this for me to adopt their baby well me and damaris to adopt yeah. their child uh anyway that <laughs> long story short we said no but yeah anyway it's so intense. continue you want to be a mother and yes. adopt yeah what else um what were we talking about? Your ambitions, like you, your... Um, My ambitions. So you're going to retire when you're 23. Yes. Which we should talk about because that's pretty ambitious. Yeah. And then you're a dancer, a professional violinist. Right. Well, professional dancer, professional violinist. Right. Not not always together. I have done it together. Don't love dancing and playing at the same time, but I'll do it. Sounds challenging. Did it at SeaWorld That's what you San did the Diego. first time I met you was danced and yeah violin. i did them separate though no you sort didn't. of you're like yeah. walking and kind of swaying well when i'm playing the violin i can't hold still oh. but it's not like i'm like doing fuetes or something i'm just like feeling it doing what fuetes yeah those are turns oh. so like turns full out dancing okay. but i have at yeah. sea world i did wow kind of dancing sea world lot. like in california san diego yeah i Spent a summer there. I got a call from Bonnie Story, who choreographed like the high school musicals. I've worked with her. She's phenomenal. Wow. And yeah, she called me and she's like, I'm making a show around you at SeaWorld. And how did she like hear about you or see you? Or just so I had worked with her with other things. I danced for a professional company called Odyssey Dance Theater. Mm-hmm. And I played the violin for one of the shows, the Michael Jackson show. I played the violin during it and she mm-hmm. saw that and she was like, Oh, that's awesome for our, our tour, our yeah. Europe tour. And so, and she had worked with me like kind of all, all growing up with yeah. dancing. So yeah, she called me for, for violin and dancing with it. And she was like, yeah, I'm making a show in San Diego. Nice. But then she was like, Oh, also you like have to go through the application process and there's hundreds of people and it's in la and san diego and oh. so i was like oh yikes so i might not have this job so yeah i video submitted 
me playing some like of a concerto and then like something fun a bunch of different things cool and then yeah i got it <laughs> luckily I there got are a lot it of applicants still. yeah so Dang. it was me and one other girl that would switch off doing the show cool were you so Every was night. it like a how, how long did you do it for was it a whole summer yeah oh wow every, every night. night like three every, shows a night every other night you'd switch off yeah so jeez yeah wow but that's all i did wow. it was at night really so i'd cool. go to the beach surf do whatever all day you and surf? then go yeah wow you're so ambitious <laughs> <laughs> i just have a lot yeah i have a lot of ambitions yeah and which is why i wanted to do them. record this podcast episode yeah. with you cool so what are you working on now what's your latest ambitions that you've been doing latest ambition is this guy <laughs> this bruise on my arm that gnarly bruise yeah i auditioned for a show and i got a character i was expecting i was in the show previously for a dancing role mm-hmm. and played the violin and it was acting but the role i got this time is mostly acting but it's also aerial stuff so i have to like <laughs> get bruises and hang so and... you're like a trapeze artist now yeah i'm a circus performer now i'm training Cir- so cirque du soleil right yeah wow so cool so yeah i'm doing that i didn't it looks painful i feel like all my ambitions lately have been like given to me i haven't been searching for them uh-huh. i've kind of just been like oh your new ambition is <laughs> is this doing circ things and and then with the nonprofit i work for i yeah i've been doing like writing wait what's the nonprofit? speaking so 90 and 9 is the name of the nonprofit they're putting on the show oh this cirque show oh, okay called fighter mm-hmm. tickets are on sale it's amazing it'll nice. it's all about where can health. people buy the tickets uh at the link <laughs> what's the link? so if you search 90 and 9 fighter or search 90 and 9 anywhere it'll come up okay is the, but it's is at the kingsbury link... hall oh, okay when's the, what day august it's in August. You have five chances to see it in August. But really, it's about mental health. It has changed so many people's lives from when we performed it, and it's just getting bigger and bigger. So tickets will sell out fast. You should put the link in your Instagram bio. Okay. I will. Okay, cool. That'll that'll be easier for people to find it. Yeah, I'll do it. Link in bio, at Brittany... Br- Wait, Beats with Brit Beats with is Brit. your Instagram. Yes. Beats with Brit. Yes. So, so yeah, awesome. that came up. I've been working with them a lot, and... So they just did a video story on my whole story. Did you see that? Yes. I. Yes. And it was amazing. Thank you. It was really, really amazing. I, I, when I clicked it, I was like, oh, just because you do a lot of like interviews with the news outlets. Yeah. Because of your story. And that one in particular, like, was really well done. Really, yeah. really well done. And story. I'm a little so bit, good. I'm a little bit biased because... A lot of the clips that they used were were right. videos that I filmed for you. <laughs> True, which I, I liked that. I liked seeing my work in it. Yeah, but it, so it's on your YouTube channel, the yep. whole video, and it's on, on my YouTube. It's on my Instagram TV. It's everywhere. It was and so that's cool. where you can find the link to the show as well. I have the link on there. Oh, okay, for fighter. Cool, but yeah, that was I don't know something about that video. It was, it was just really well done. I felt like it was very artistic at the same time, and you just you were very the way that you spoke was just very, it sounded very professional and the way that you told your story, I thought was a, was very, very well said. It's very well spoken. Thank you. So 
Aww. Also, I, I have the sniffles so bad. So I'm gonna... <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead. Sniff. Do you need and some tissues? We need to pause so you can blow your nose. I mean, yeah. Can you see? <laughs> <laughs> go <laughs> blow your nose. I'll keep the troops yeah. entertained while you go blow your nose. Please do. Actually, we might just pause. <laughs> Sounds lovely. I love the sound of noses being blown. This is like snot in the morning. So, sn- <laughs> so snotty. Uh, the thing that was cool about meeting you, though, Brittany, um, is that not only did we work together, but I think that we we have a lot of similarities as far as like our mental health. Yeah. Um, like I have ADHD, not the kind where I'm like hyperactive, but I have the kind where it's very difficult for me to focus. Uh, or like pay attention. Yeah. I feel like you kind of do have the hyperactive. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to watch this video and I'm going to be like. <laughs> yeah, you kind of all I like, have both. I can't focus place. and I'm hyperactive. Like I have no problem sitting still for the most part. Yeah. But I just have difficulty like especially with reading, uh, with listening to lectures. Like I have to try very consciously to pay oh, yeah. attention to things. Oh, yeah. Because my default mode in my brain is just daydreaming. Yeah, spacing out. <laughs> yeah, spaced out. So you and I talked a lot about that, and I think that we connected on that level. And then... Um, I feel like lots of ambitious people yeah. have... I don't know. <laughs> Not They don't have ADHD, but they're just like more dreamers. Like we're, we're used to I daydreaming. And I agree. I wouldn't say that like most entrepreneurial people have ADHD. No. Although yeah. I bet the percentage is pretty high. But yeah, just like I a level it. of like... Yeah, I don't know. It's just a specific personality type. Right. Which you and I both have. We're both very entrepreneurial. And you've been trying to recruit me to your whole <laughs> retirement. Well, I have it. Yes, you have. <laughs> yes, you Whatever. have. Whatever. You are. I just want... It's literally not for me at all. It's literally for you. They've just yeah. changed my life. And you know that. You've seen that. Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to try and recruit me? No. <laughs> all I have to say is that, yeah. I just have some friends that I grew up with that are now mentors. It's just like money changed management, right? Right. Changed my life completely. Debt free. Pay everything in cash. My house. My mentors paid, built a $2 million house. Paid for it in cash. Just like learning right, well, to and how create an asset. Do all that. So. They're like in their early 30s, right? Yeah. So they, my mentors that did our building that had words are hard <laughs> today hard. um that have that house and everything they're in their early 30s and then the ones that live here that i grew up with mm-hmm. that i i mean i talked to all of them a lot but that i talked to most they are 25 and 26 so you're getting an Two early start free yeah nice yeah but the ones in their 30s they've been free since their early 20s too so what do you want to do with once you've retired? I want to retire my parents. I want really? to just do what I'm doing, nice but not have to worry about the money part of it. Like I want to dance. Keep dancing. I wanna, yeah. I want to donate so much to the nonprofits, mental illness stuff that have helped me. Yeah. I want to just give like a hundred thousand dollars to the families that took me in when I nice. needed it. That's so cool. Lots so, of, so tell me, why do these mental health uh, institutions mean so much to you? 
because <laughs> they help. They've helped me. Uh, I didn't find uh, mental health this nonprofit that's helped me change my life until after I was out of the hospital of suicide. So I had just gotten out of the hospital uni mm-hmm. for attempting suicide and all of that and so i had just gotten out i hadn't played the violin in so long hadn't danced in so long but then i kept getting contacted for this audition notice for this show which was fighter yeah and so then i went and i had to dance the emotions obviously of what i was going through with mental health and i got that character of drowning depression anxiety all of that yeah and that's when i met darla who runs the nonprofit but also does the circ does the shows and everything and so she is incredible darla day and so she changed my life she gave me that show i worked through a lot with that and they do um what are they called like master classes and things like that for oh. girls in and boys in yeah. hospitals and mental health things it's just right. so cool to see the arts help people with mental illness because that's how i got through so much of life coping not telling anyone about my mental illness was just from dancing so much and playing the violin it helps a ton yeah just immersing yourself in your work yeah it's an outlet for sure yeah i think if anybody wants to like hear more about your story i think that video does a really really good job of explaining like just the timeline of what it was like for you Uh, like how old you were when you first started feeling depression and then when you attempted suicide and i didn't i feel like i didn't know that you attempted twice yeah i, I don't know if i knew after that after the hospital i did again yeah. yeah i don't know if i knew that or not but anyway it was just like a very raw look into your suicide attempts your mental illness how you were coping how you dealt with it how you hit it and then what dancing meant to to you and how you've really poured your emotions into your dance yeah. And I didn't, and just being able to see that, I didn't know about that character. Oh, really? Uh-uh. I didn't know that you had a character of like depression and yeah. suicide. So being able to pour that, all those emotions into a character yeah. was really, really it cool. got real. And they showed that in the video and it was just, yep. yeah, it was really, it was really cool to see that. Yeah, I think you did a really good job of capturing that, those emotions into a, into a dance. Thank you. So I think you're very There's talented. A lot, yeah. There's a lot of other people's work oh, that really? made it into what it was, but yeah. Yeah, it was so awesome. Did somebody else like choreograph yeah. the dance? Yeah. I worked with Stephanie, Darla's sister actually, who had a similar story as mine with suicide and everything. And yeah. she choreographed it with me and my partner, mm-hmm. Ramses. So yeah, it was a duet of him basically just beating the crap out of me <laughs> really? yeah because like oh well, yeah, he was yeah. just the the thoughts the darkness all of that uh-huh. and so literally at one point he grabs me by my hair and drags me and flings me across the whole stage by my hair is what it looks like i'm obviously like holding his arm and like holding oh, okay. on for dear life but yeah he basically is just like it's it gets real it's super real so it was intense yeah doing those shows and having to just channel into that emotion again but it was so healing because like throughout the show i heal and yeah and then i play a violin piece called i'm not broken and it all comes together but yeah lots of people reached out um that connected with it so yeah for sure that was the goal so 
it was good. Good for you. I think you're doing great things just by sharing your story. I know it's probably really, really hard, especially with like these big organizations, but I think you're yeah. doing, I think it's really brave of you to do, to do that. I think it's helping a lot of people and something that I'm interested to, with talking to you now is like how, how it's going now. Yeah. Like what you're doing currently to like, because I don't feel like it's just like, oh, and now I'm cured from depression. No. I'm good now. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. And like you're, you're still young. So you're still like obviously growing into who you are. You're still like developing, like your brain's still developing and changing. So as you do, like, what do you, do you have like strategies or techniques or things that you do? Mentors, people that you confide in, or do you still go to therapy? I don't know. Like what, what's going on now? The recap of now. (laughs) I'll get honest with you. (laughs) Yeah, please do. So yeah, I worked through lots of my past. I've had a lot happen to me that I didn't choose. And then a lot happened to me because of how I was raised and how I viewed life, like boundaries and things. Yeah. Certain things would happen because I didn't, that's just how I thought people treated people Yeah, <laughs> and things. So yeah, I worked through a lot. Obviously it got to a point where it was, I was underwater. I was drowning. It was too much. Mm-hmm. And then I got to the hospital, all of that, and then got out. And then I worked at an intensive outpatient program, going there, doing therapy for a very long time. Mm-hmm. working through shame and other things and i feel like i'm just now realizing that i got through like the past couple of months that i worked through enough to like get back to where i can like function again uh-huh. i didn't get through all of it i did not work through <laughs> everything i needed to but i just got to a point where it was controllable again right and i've been survivable seeing, yeah. yeah i've been seeing that oh i still have so much work to do Dude, everyone does we all do yeah the whole, my whole life i will yeah but I'm excited. It's scary, but I'm excited. Like I've been working a lot. I've just been realizing a lot. I still have a lot of shame to work through. But you have that sense of hope. Yeah, but I'm aware of it and I'm going to go Yeah. talk to people, figure it out, do all of that. Mm-hmm. And then with anxiety attacks and things like that, I've had them less and less. But even, I think it was two nights ago. I was feeling it coming mm-hmm. and I get really bad ones since the hospital. I've had really, really bad panic attacks. I bet. And I felt it coming and I like knew it was coming and, but I was able to stop it. That was my first time ever being able to like stop a really? panic attack before it happened. What? Yeah. Good job. I'm Air five. seriously so <laughs> yeah. proud of myself, but it was like a long That's journey cool. obviously. And it's, I think it's just figuring out what works, what doesn't, what yeah. helps, what doesn't. And then just retracking your brain. The biggest thing that has helped me is just retracking my brain, mm-hmm. not allowing those thoughts, any thoughts that are negative to control me and how I live my life. Nice. But that takes yeah, a I lot still of, work on it every day. <laughs> I think it takes a lot of mental strength to like be yeah. able to tell your brain no. Yeah. I guess like to rewire or to, yeah just stop it mid-thought and be like no i'm gonna listen to a song i'm gonna run i'm gonna was <laughs> talk you, to someone was it you who's telling me about the rubber band technique where you like have no a, but i've heard about that you have yeah where you like have a rubber band on your wrist and every time you feel like a little bit of anxiety you like snap the rubber band isn't that what yeah what i've never tried it but i've heard about it uh, i thought that was you who's telling me about that somebody else obviously <laughs> somebody yeah. else yeah i yeah i'm still learning a lot i always ask people that like talk to me and they're like oh i relate with you with depression anxiety i always ask him what what do you do what do you do to help oh yeah what helps you and actually a girl i talked to this week 
my friend that I, well, I, I knew her in high school. Uh-huh. Haven't talked to her since then. And then we ended up just talking on the phone, uh-huh. catching up. And I asked her, I was like, oh, how do you get through your anxiety? You like sound like you're doing good. I mean, everyone does, but we were talking about anxiety. Sure. <laughs> and she's doing great. And she was like, what helps me is just talking it out. So like, oh. I have fear right now because of this saying it out loud, like addressing what her fear is mm-hmm. and talking about it out loud and then talking to herself, talking herself out of it out loud, like oh, okay. saying it out loud. And Talk I'm so yourself. excited to try that. Nice. Yeah. So just like random things. I'm always wanting to learn more new skills, different things because people always techniques. reach out to me. I'm like, well, ev- everyone's journey is theirs. Does it ever get annoying no though? Like with how public you've gone with this, do you ever get like unwanted unsolicited <laughs> advice you're like okay i get it not anymore i still get the like pity the pity stuff oh. where it's like oh my gosh are you okay or like people will be like trying to like tiptoe around me because they think yeah. i'm gonna like cry or something is that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what it is but is that the thing that you would say is like your, the biggest pet peeve of yours as far as yeah just because i'm like you have it too you just didn't go public with it <laughs> <laughs> or like everyone has their stuff like i'm still the same me st- still like yeah wanting to have fun and everything sure but i feel like mostly right now everyone's reaching out like even out of other countries from that video uh-huh so many people have just been like pouring their stories on me which now i'm in a place where like i have boundaries and i'm able to like not be so such an empath and like take everyone's feelings on but everyone's asking me oh what what should i do what should i do how are you doing this and it's so personal. Like everyone's, yeah. no story is going to be the same. No, Wait. no one's going to use the same, right? The same strategy about it. But talk to me about your talk to me about your empathic abilities. Your like being an empath. <laughs> you and I've never talked about that. Really? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, I. I'm able to connect super well with people immediately. Uh huh. I feel like you know that. And that I, I do I know love that. But ma- I'm I love making people feel comfortable. Yeah. And safe. Which can be a curse sure, <laughs> and a blessing if you don't have boundaries, which is what, how things went, how they did. I've n- yeah. I've had, I've had problems with that. Like just making people feel comfortable and just my personality can sometimes yeah. be perceived Misleading. as like too friendly or, or whatever. But yeah, like, like putting, putting a, a term to it, empath. I mean, I've never heard you use that term before. Yeah. And that's something that I've been like reading about lately. Really? Yeah. So when you said that, yeah. that kind of sparked my interest. So, so when people talk to you, even people that you don't know, yeah, do you feel like you kind of take on a little bit of, of their energy? Oh, I used to. Yeah. I oh. Well, I immediately feel people's energy uh-huh. and I like want to lift it from them. But instead of putting it, like taking it out of their bucket and putting it in my bucket, I like take it out and dump it. Oh. Because before I would just How take though? it on, people would dump tons of uh-huh. their stuff on me but i was like okay give it to me give it to me because i don't want you to have it right right i definitely only thought about others not myself but now i'm like able to help them pick it up put it out that's and interesting it. though but tell me how how do you do that how do you like lift it from them but then not internalize it sometimes i physically have to like put a bubble around me where i'm like okay i'm like talking to them i'm speaking to them i'm letting them say things and like emote uh-huh but I'm not letting it come into my bubble because it's not my emotions. It's theirs. Huh. It's not my problems and grief and everything. It's theirs. And I'm, I'm here to listen and mm-hmm. everything. But if I take it on, it's going to drown me down again because that's how I 
a part of the reason I got to where I was is because yeah, people in my life right. were making me the scapegoat yeah. of emotions. Gosh. <laughs> I, love how, I love how verbose fun. you are. <laughs> Wait, so, so how, um, oh shoot, what was I going to say? Did you find yourself like replaying a lot of the conversations you'd have in, in your head, like after they were done? Like just reflecting on the conversation and internalizing what was said a lot? Um, I mean, yeah. I just in any way would try and take all of it. And I would feel... And Remove I was like, oh, them. the only way to help them is to feel their feelings at the same time and cry with them and be with them. But then, I don't know. I would just take it on to me. Like I would be like, just give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, that's like how I would explain it is I would. Yeah, I think that's just I mean, I guess the like reason I'm asking is because I'm trying to figure because I feel like I'm I'm the same. Yeah, I have a um, a level of Which empathic abilities. Yeah. So, yeah, I internalize a lot of what people say, but then just being able to instead of internalizing it. And like you said, I like what you said, dump it into my bucket but just to let it go. Yeah. Dump it. Dump it on the ground to the side tree of my bucket to grow a tree. <laughs> yeah yeah so that's cool i like that yeah i actually saw i went to a mentorship conference this weekend my mom got a free ticket to this kirk duncan thing called the art of mentoring Mm -hmm. and i went and he did a visual he drew a stick figure and not stick figure he was like a body because he filled it up he filled it up (laughs) with red marker and that was like all the negative there was like green and then filled up with red. And then he went home and to his wife and he didn't know what to do. And she was talking to him and stuff. So he poured it into her. So mm-hmm. then she was now filled up to the top of red. So she needed to get rid of it. And then it showed the kid. Mm. So then they like dumped it on the kid. And the kid only has so much room to take in yeah. emotion and things. And if you, because she dumped, they dumped all this into them. Then the kid was acting out by like doing these things. And instead of being like, okay, let him act it out. He's trying to get rid of all this red energy oh. we gave to him. People like will get mad at their kids for acting out and be like, oh. why are you doing this? But it's because <laughs> you've filled them with all this negative stuff. So it's, right. and so the solution of it was like putting that red energy literally into like a tree, like going in a field and like, talking it out or screaming or like talking to a tree because if you like go and put that energy in that red that stuff in from your bucket onto something that can't be affected yeah like a human but like an object that won't right right right. have to deal with interesting it like works still wow have you done that have you gone outside and screamed at trees well i just learned it i just learned it this week but yeah i'm going to (laughs) might hug a tree but yeah Nice. But yeah, just going in a field screaming. Like if people have a hard time crying, he talked about guys that have a hard time crying, just can't get the tears out. Mm-hmm. If they like go in a field and scream, like if they go through an anger source, if they just scream for a while, they'll start bawling. I do that all the time, actually. In really? My, yeah. All That's the time. awesome. In my car, because I don't have many fields <laughs> around here. But yeah, he yeah. talked about like, a car too. I do the car, car. too. Yeah, I, I scream so I cried. <laughs> yeah it's healthy it's good to cry uh-huh yeah it, it feels out. good just there's a lot of energy that's just building up yeah and then i mean i don't know exactly i'm not like educated enough to be able to tell the difference between like men and women but just for me personally as a man i i don't necessarily i i feel like i'm kind of a sensitive man 
So I don't really have much of an issue crying, but there are some times where I feel like I need to get anger out. That's an emotion I think that needs to come out and it's okay to have. So sometimes I will just in my car and just like scream and swear. And I try not to abuse my car too much with like physically. Yeah. But well, yeah, yeah, anger is usually something else. Anger is usually like the outward, the main thing you're feeling. And there's usually like roots back to like hurt or like sadness or something yeah, like that. So like for if sure. you need to channel it through anger, that's awesome. Yeah. That's and sometimes cool I, I do like being able to express that anger in a way that's not harmful to anybody else or to me. Right. I express that very um, vocally. And then it, it does like it turns from anger to sadness and I'll start weeping. <laughs> and then it turns from that into like uh into something else like self-reflection where i'm a lot of prayer like i pray a lot and i talk very raw yeah. rawly <laughs> i speak very raw with god and i and then that turns into something where i'm i'm finally getting back to the root of it yeah. and sometimes i can't do it always alone like i need to express it to somebody else but after that anger has already been expressed yeah so awesome. does that make sense and we're ambitious people ambitious people yeah still feel these things i feel yeah. like lots of people are like oh well, i can't i can't be ambitious i can't do these things because i'm battling these things i have these mental things right. that i that are holding me down but what like you can you'll it doesn't break have to hold through you back. those mental things by mm-hmm. being ambitious and pushing through it yeah trying to lean it back towards ambition Ambition, there you go try and connect it in there full circle yeah nice it's true well i love that mental health is something that is um i don't know i guess very near and dear to me but something i feel like i like talking to you about because you're very educated on it i wouldn't say educated just experienced i've had Yeah. yeah i've had to work through a lot of it so i've learned a ton yeah for sure so i guess to bring it back into like work what what are some other things that you're that you're doing? Like, do you want to talk about some some more of your work, like with your retirement plan or with your? I mean, is there anything else that you're doing besides dance and violin? Is there are there other things in your life that you're thinking about getting into as far as yeah. work? Yeah, I mean, I think how you do one thing is how you do everything. So, being ambitious in my music, I. I'm ambitious with my dance. I'm ambitious with my job. I don't just do one thing ambitiously and then the rest, like my relationships kind and my other branch things. branch out. Yeah. Like if, you, if you're if you one way for one thing, you should be one way for everything. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I feel like everywhere in my life, I'm being pretty ambitious. Um, I'm reading a lot of books. I really, I've never wanted to be a writer. Yeah. I've never thought I would. Same. But... The man upstairs has always told me otherwise that I was going to be known for like my writing. And I was like, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. But during my process and my journey of mental everything, I always felt like I should write in my journal. So I, for a long time, I wrote tons of feelings and emotions when I was feeling them pretty raw. And I feel like I'm supposed to write my story, yeah, like my journey. Uh-huh. And it's been even more so now because... Um, I met a lady who, her name's Jody, and she's like Shout a New York Times bestseller, like writes so many things, goes and speaks. She had a brain tumor and yeah, she's incredible. She's like my idol. Is she your mentor? 
No, she's not. <laughs> but she's. She, I've learned so much from her. So yeah, I feel like everyone's but my do you mentor. Know her, I learned from But you don't know her personally. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. you do. So I met Sorry, her. Sorry, I was listening. I promise. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> yeah, I met her and we talked not even very long. And then two weeks later, she called me. It was uh-huh. a random number. And she's like, this is Jody. Oh, wow. And That's I've you, been thinking number. about you. I haven't stopped thinking about you. I had to get your number from Darla. Mm. And I feel like I need to talk to you. And she was like, I want you to write a chapter for my next book. No way. On your story and how you got through everything. And I was like, when was this? Interesting. When was this? This was like a month or two ago. Have you started writing? Two months. Yeah. Yeah. I've been writing my chapter and I was like, that's so funny because I've been having this feeling that I really need to start writing my story. And she's like, oh, I'd love to help you write your story as well so are you just writing about like your mental health and the suicide and everything that's what you're writing about kind of like my for her yes yeah like i kind of talk about my life story but like just like what helped me get through it oh, okay she's just having a bunch of different chapters on people so it's pretty short chapter. and how they how they get through things okay i mean it's it's a good chunk but good chunk nice. but yeah my life story thing will be more like In experiences your you should write a book well, I'm going to, so... Good job. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Uh, so I'm doing that. Okay, so go... Yeah, tell me more about your ambitions then. With your... Is it specifically about your book? No, just in general. Oh, I just general. wrote... Um, yeah, things I want to accomplish and do mm-hmm. in my next chapter of life. Mm-hmm. And then next to each one, I kind of wrote my time frame. So it's like in the next three months. That was... Mm. I had written it and I wanted to be debt-free. And yeah. then, so like, Done. I want Check. to be free, like not have to work. And so that I gave myself like two years. And you are debt free right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. As so it's true. If you write it out too, if you have an ambition, write it out on paper because then the universe That's helps. one thing that I've learned from you. Really? Yeah. I haven't implemented it into my life. You need to. I will. But I, something that you do is like, you have like these collages on your wall. Yeah, my explain, wall. explain that. Well, I'm just a big believer on you can create your own reality. You really can. Your brain is half of it because that's how you perceive life. That's how you perceive everything. Uh-huh. So if you, that's a constant battle, but always working on that to like better how you think and everything. Uh-huh. But you really can create your own reality. Like if if another human has ever done it ever in the amount of life time that's happened, it's possible. Yeah. If one person's done it, it's possible for you to do it. And if it hasn't happened, it's still possible. So I mean like with dream walls and stuff. Yeah, it's what I want. So, so I look at it and I envision look, it. What does your dream wall look like? Like give us a visual. So I have like become uh Is it just like collages author. that you cut from magazine, like stuff you cut from magazines and books and the internet? It can be anything. You literally can draw it with your hand. Hand. Like a house and then you just and then you put it and then you give it, it, on your wall. it you give it a frame so if you don't have um a frame of it you can even get tape and put it in a square so uh-huh. that it's like in a place in uh-huh. an area okay and then so like i have ellen on there because i want to be on her show sometime yes She's i want to so cool i'm gonna be on her show sometime and so i just have all these things and i'll look at them and i'll imagine them and i'll be like okay What's it going to feel like when I'm with Ellen and I'll stand up and I could even like all YouTube things mm-hmm. and I'll YouTube Ellen introducing someone or like cheering and stuff and I'll listen to it and I'll stand. I'll be standing and I'll like 
imagine myself really being with Ellen. And so then like, so it's a lot of mental visualization. Yeah. Or like me having, helping someone. And I always like to bring other people into it. My friend Skylar helps me with this where he's like, find something. Like if you have stuff on your dream board, figure out how it's going to help other people. Uh And that will motivate you too. Like finding your whys, like your why that makes you cry, whatever. So like it's something you believe in. But then thinking like, oh, me being on the Ellen show, who is that going to help? How is that going to help other people? And it's like, oh, well, if I am on there for my story, I can relate to other people who are struggling. Maybe I'll save a life. Maybe I'll do this in like having it. Or even if it's like a new phone or like a new jacket, it's, it's something like that. If you you're like, okay, I want a new phone. If you're like, yeah, there's not really a why of that. Like I want a new phone Yeah. just because I want a new phone. But if you really like dig deep, you're like, okay, why do you want a new phone? Oh, because my phone right now, the camera's broken okay, well, why, why don't you want, why do you need a new phone for a new camera? Why, why do you use your camera? Oh, because my kids, I love documenting what my kids have. Oh, is there someone in your life that you don't really have any like photos and videos of that you want? Oh, well, yeah, this person, I wish I had more. Mm -hmm. And that's why. So you really, yeah, you want a new phone, but it's because of what that will bring you. There's like a Mm. deeper why always to like Mm. even the like a house or and like you and you're advocating objects. finding that deeper yeah reason always with yeah. everything in your life yeah it just sounds like so much work like so much thinking i mean not really it's stuff that you want so why not think about it yeah and if you're thinking That's about true. it and speaking about it and writing about it yeah you're doing everything you can and you got to do the work for it i mean it's not like i'm gonna pray all night and be like oh god like i want this opportunity i want it and then the next morning i just hop on my Fortnite and play Fortnite all day like he's yeah i'm not going out and pursuing and like making myself available for that opportunity to even come into my life i like have to go so what's the benefit though what (laughs) nice yeah what's the benefit though of acknowledging all the whys why can't i just say i want a new phone because i want a better camera like why do i have to acknowledge all the deeper whys because that's when you'll actually go past the emotions of, oh, I don't feel like what's like six pack abs where you're like, oh, I want six pack, six pack abs. But tomorrow when it's time to go to the gym, you're going to be like, oh, I really don't feel like it. Mm. But if you think about, okay, so you're just oh, saying I want six pack abs because then I'm going to feel this and I'm going to be able to do this with my husband or I'm going to do this. And mm. there's a why behind it. And you're like, okay, that's why I want to do it. Or, so you're just saying that it creates deeper motivation, right? It'll okay. actually get you to do it when you don't feel like it. Gotcha. So like what should we try it? Sure. What's, what's something you want right now? Like what's an ambition you have? Oh, an ambition I have is to have a studio. I really want to have a studio, like a designated workspace. It's cool. just mine for my photography, podcasting, where I have my computer and everything set up with shelves and a nice, yeah, like in a studio. Yeah. You can like picture it too. Yeah, I can picture it. That's awesome. And like what? Do, do I need why? to close my eyes? If you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just making this up as we go. Okay. So I'll, I'll keep my eyes open. Yeah. <laughs> what was the question? But like why, what, what's going to go on in there? Because I don't think it's the studio. I think it's like what is well, going to the creation that's going to happen. So, well, yeah. The reason I want is because I feel like if I have a designated workspace, I'll be able to more freely make content that I'm passionate about. I'll be able to have a space that is like dedicated to my creativity where I can, like you said, I can have my dream wall. I can write down all my ideas and execute them in my own space without having to worry about being interrupted by 
my dog or my wife or the mailman or something. I, I can have my own space. Yeah. I guess that's the why. And to like have your own space to create content and stuff. And what is yeah. that content? What is it? Well, like this podcast, I want to have like my tripod set up where, where I have them every time. So I know where they are, my lights set up. So when people come over for a podcast episode, we sit down and just do it. It's about the work. It's less about like the logistics and more about just executing the project. Right. And what are those projects going to do? They're going to allow me to be me to the full extent, to yeah. be able to create and express myself in, a, in the way that I want to. And that's what I want to do for work, uh, to be an entrepreneur, to create the content that I love. It's for my job. That's going to feel so good. Yeah, it's going to feel so good, bro. <laughs> yeah i can't wait see like just now like you're smiling and you're touching your heart and yeah. you're laughing about it so there's like the emotion behind it yeah instead of being like oh i want a studio so i can like create content it's mm-hmm. because you're gonna be able to have your voice and <gasps> hello you're gonna be able to have your voice and emote oh no <laughs> it's okay popular yeah just kidding i don't know but who uses home phones anymore <laughs> yeah who does use home phones people that are trying to what year get your it? money or something <laughs> So Tele- you have a car to pay off or something? Yeah, telemarketers, that's the word. <laughs> um, but yeah, so have... now you have emotion behind it. You're excited, yeah. you're laughing, you're touching your heart. So it's like now when you're like, okay, the steps you're needing to create that studio, you can be like, remember that feeling? Like that's how I'm going to feel when I'm in that studio. That's how I'm going to. Yeah. And then you can that's like close point. your eyes and feel those emotions and then it'll motivate you when you're like, ugh, I don't really want to do what I have to do to get that studio. True. But then you're like, oh, but that Gosh. feeling it's going to have. So, okay, right now I do have, so I'm going to Oregon May 4th. Keeps your ambition going. Yeah, it yeah. deepens the ambition. I am moving to Oregon. Well, I'm not moving, but I'm going to Oregon May 4th for a right. month. And the reason I'm going for so long is because my grandma, she has a barn. What? I just was aware that the video's on me. Oh. So I is thought it, I would have better posture. Oh, is it twisted? Here, there we go. Um, I, my grandma has a barn Cool. and she has a room in there that in high school, me and my friends, my brothers and my brother-in-law now we used as a band room, but it's like all it yes. is, is just a storage room. It's a big storage room, maybe the size of, it's, it's big. Anyway, it's just full of band equipment right now and boxes and junk. So I talked to my grandma and I'm going to, that's the room I'm going to build into a studio. Cool. Like I have a room, designated room, but it leaks from the ceiling. It floods in the wintertime when it's raining. The drywall has mold. All the ceiling tiles are, are destroyed from water damage. So I think that you have just like w- what we just talked about, this like deepening of the ambition, creating, like finding the why, acknowledging the why. It, Because it, it's going to take a lot of energy, a lot of time and a lot of money to make this studio into but what it'll I all come together envision it to be yeah but like it's going to come together and yeah. on those days where i don't feel like doing it now i have the why yeah and i'm like nice. such a firm believer enough that i could be you could be like i'll what's an example like i don't know <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of one. Oh, like becoming debt free i still had like ten thousand, and that like with how my money is in my normal life there was no way i was able to like pay that off but i had written down i was like okay i am going to be debt free by my birthday june 8th when i turned 22 oh and so and today is what what's today i know may I'm 1st like, 
way ahead You're of myself. You're a month and eight days early. It's because of this. And so I wrote it down on paper uh-huh. and I just kept saying it. And I was like, I had no possible way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Like your, your barn, you can be like, there's no possible way. Like it's leaking, all this stuff. But I was like, okay, yeah, by my birthday, I'm going to be debt free. And then I ended up getting a call from my insurance from a car accident. They're like, oh, we need to give you this much money. And that was the money that i needed to like, nice. finish it like if you just keep speaking it out like seriously it will happen and i like obviously was like looking at things and looking for things and working hard to like continue to right you weren't just sitting get on that your money ass and trying stuff. to yeah you're wait like you were actually actively pursuing yeah i was out there trying to fit and then the do you like video just, games you keep talking about video games i always just think of that because you're not gonna find anything while sitting playing video games video games are great when you've accomplished earned them okay okay i think so now that you've now that you have achieved your debt you're you're debt free today may 1st a month and a week early yeah are you gonna are you gonna (laughs) i am i'm I'm excited no i love the smile on your face are you gonna like how are you gonna do you believe in like reward systems are you gonna reward yourself somehow yeah i feel like the feeling even like the feeling of like because i owed my dad some money from school and stuff Mm -hmm. just giving it to them and thanking them like I've been imagining this feeling for a long time, uh-huh. you know, but like doing the same thing you did. Yeah. So actually being able to like give them that money and thank them and just like see the reaction. Like I, this is enough because I'm like, I've been waiting for this feeling to but, be like actual for yeah. so long. So yeah, maybe I'll go play a video game or something. Yeah. Don't you think you should play a video game or go eat a popsicle or something? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll eat nice. a popsicle. Let's go do a photo shoot. How about that? Yeah. Let's do it. When I mean, you? yeah, of course reward yourself yeah but well i think that's amazing i think that sometimes i get a little bit skeptical about certain things like that like i read this book called the secret oh yeah yeah yeah. by what's her face i i know it but i I was like i don't know about that like all you got to do is just visualize in your brain yeah that's like (laughs) (laughs) it's funny but i mean I mean, no, yeah, I sure. It. Like there's, I, I'm sure there's power to it, but her, her claim was like the universe will just bring it to you. And I'm like, yeah, but something I liked about what you said is you were actively pursuing what you were trying to accomplish. You weren't just like yes. just sitting on your couch, visualizing it. You were actively right. trying to find work, find ways to become debt free. And then things like happen, like God helps you, whatever you, the universe, whatever helps you yeah. along your, along the way. Yeah. Do you want to hear an embarrassing one that I'm doing right now? Yes, please. Like this morning. I want to go to Disney World in 2020. And there's lots to go along with that. But I've been, I looked up Disney World entrance music. (laughs) And I'll turn on the music that is playing when it's walking in. Uh And I'll imagine myself like walking in. (laughs) Like, yeah. And then it motivates me in the morning to like go out and do what i need to so do you just, just you're just a huge disney fan yeah uh-huh yeah <laughs> i mean yes i am but i just think that why do you want to go so bad because a bunch of my friends are going and why is that embarrassing I, well people always like the secret how we're like oh the secret's stupid <laughs> because we it's like different and weird yeah. and so people that are ambitious always think that stuff is weird people people that are ambitious are always like oh they're so like in the clouds our heads yeah. are in the clouds or they're like they're so like I can't unstable think of the word. sporadic no like intricate they're like so focused oh i'm just saying all the words like, that people have said to me have such attention to diesel and these things meticulous meticulous and stuff like that 
they're like, oh, that's so like that. But it's really because like we're actually going towards things. So people kind of like are like, oh, you're weird or like that's silly and stuff because they're so, not willing to get out of their comfort zone. So meticulous. What do you mean though? Like attention to detail, detail in what way? Because not organized. Because I wouldn't say I wouldn't say you're an organized person. I've seen your desktop <laughs> on your computer. Okay, well, <laughs> that's different. <laughs> that is a but, disaster. But like with my ambitions and stuff, I am very organized. Where I like I have it written out. I have it on my dream wall. I have my steps. You can't just so it's organized chaos. Yeah, I guess. But like, if I have a Lamborghini up there, or anything like my book. I'm not just going to have the book and then visualize it and think about it. I like need some goals of like, okay, so I, I, that's my end goal. What are the steps? Of do you write there? a lot of these things. Do you journal a lot? No, I don't journal, but, but I you like write, down... write it on a piece of paper. Okay. I guess that's journaling. I, well, I mean, yeah, sure. I, I need to do better at that. I need to be better at writing down my goals. Yeah. Much better because I don't. <laughs> I mean, well, do you write them down physically by hand in your book or do you write them on your phone? I think it's important to like i nanny and you know those whiteboards that you swipe the little thing on the bottom and it erases it it's like affirmations and i'll just write kids toys you mean yeah where you Uh, like can draw on it and then swipe it uh like i'll write it on there whatever my goal is and then swipe it yeah and then just write it over and over and i'll be like i am capable swipe i am awesome swipe stuff that i like need to tell myself i think writing it out is like super awesome but i also think it's important to stand up and say it out loud like three times Okay. Like, I am powerful. I am powerful. I am powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, because it really does track your brain. It's like, like words there, of affirmation for yourself. There's science behind this stuff, guys. There is science nice. behind all this stuff that if you really do this stuff, like, it's going to re- start retracting your brain and doing that half of it mm-hmm. to get you to where you need to be. Well, I definitely hear the passion in your voice. Because it works. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. I've I remember, just realized that it, like, actually works. I remember one story. And I've story. been actually doing it one story you told me you were at like a some event or a concert or something and they were giving away what was it like they were giving away some kind of a raffle and you told yourself like i'm gonna win oh that the raffle. guitar oh was yeah. it a guitar yeah yeah tell that story that was cool <laughs> was it a concert that you were at and yeah you, it you was an kept, outside concert you just kept telling yourself like i'm gonna win that guitar i'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna win it and throughout the night you're like pe- people were like putting in their name for the raffle and you're telling people like oh don't bother because i'm gonna win it yeah I'm i was gonna like they're this. gonna say my name and i like thought about how i was like, gonna feel it yeah that was a while ago that was like when i just started college and but, then you won it yeah and then they called my name do you win stuff all the time you win stuff all the time don't you <laughs> sometimes i mean stuff like that i mean you don't always because they were giving out awards at the yeah. mentorship thing where I was at this weekend. Did you win? Or this week? No. And I was like, okay, I really want that. I need that. But. So you've had oppor- you've had ex- um, experiences in your life where it hasn't worked. Right. That's this. So yeah. I was standing there and we, he has you stand and close your eyes. And then they go and give the scholarship to people. Uh-huh. And what? Just don't mind my runny nose. My runny nose right now. But. <laughs> Just boogers allergies, tripping out of here. Yo, allergies. But. Yeah, I was I have there and I was pills. like, okay, um, maybe after this. Okay. Thanks. Sure. But yeah, I was there and I was like, I want this. Like, it would be so great. This is what I would do with it. And then he's like, all right, open your eyes. And I didn't get it every time he did scholarships. But then he had the people go up and mm-hmm. say what it meant to them and who they were going to help with it. And I was like crying. I was like, oh my gosh, they needed it so much more than I did. Oh. So I feel like. 
with stuff like that where like you really don't have any control over it right but like if you're feeding it that yeah like you're putting out to the universe that you want it and that it would be great for you and if it is like it'll happen but like sometimes the universe knows somebody else needs it more yeah exactly okay so just trust the universe so with that stuff i mean you can of course do it it works sometimes but right so it's not someone's gonna go get like 300 tickets to the powerball and like (laughs) i've got i gotta (laughs) no that's not what i'm saying (laughs) oh yeah but i don't think anybody was thinking that i sort of did (laughs) if that's how it worked i would do that but it's not always right well i feel much more motivated now at the than at the beginning of this podcast much more motivated and ambitious to like just go after my because yeah that studio is something that i did write down at the beginning of the year at and the, now it's all of a sudden you're down, going like, to oregon and it's yeah. there's gonna be a barn that's you know yeah like it's happening yeah and you didn't know how it was gonna happen and right? like i never would have yeah. thought that my life would be taking me to oregon like because it's a small town in oregon there's not a big airport there which i kind of need a big airport because i travel and small airports are expensive but like it's uh, yeah life has just brought me to a place where i'm going to a small town in oregon <laughs> building a studio in my grandma's barn and yeah yeah like life is throwing me a lot of curveballs right now but it somehow made it happen it's yeah so, so cool yeah and uh, yeah it's cool i just hope that the universe is doing something right for me because sometimes i get it a little is. worried but yeah it'll work out for sure well, thanks yeah. Brittany. you're so great <laughs> You're so great. Is there anything else that you're, um, do you have, so you just had that really big concert where that you put on that sold out. So the next one is G- August at Kingsbury hall. That's the next one you have going on. Yeah. I've had, I'm in a bunch of different things, but I just had a show for a company. Is that what you're talking about? Sold out. Yeah. yeah there's been a few things. Well, it was a, sold out. Yeah. It's good. It's good. The one, I don't know what it was called. The one that was on lo- all over your Instagram for a while that you were selling tickets for that was like four days in a row that you were dancing have you been doing oh boy. A, a lot of those Done a lot of those oh okay but well then i don't know my next one is probably fighter yeah the one in august august which is gonna be extraordinary huge, huge. so do you think you're gonna stick around in utah that's what I, yeah i will yeah at least till i'm free like 23 i then i'll probably travel a lot more Right. And do those things because I won't have the financial. Because you've traveled holds. to you've traveled to Europe, New York, yeah. Japan. Yeah, I just went to Japan and China. Nice. Asian countries. That's I, all for dance. Yeah, for so I greatest showman singers for Japan went and backup danced, and then China was for the NBA dancing for them. Oh, really? So nice. Yeah, that's awesome. It's been fun. Well, I'm proud of you, and I I've learned a lot from you. You've very you've inspired me a lot in the past. I don't know how however long we've known each other. Maybe about a year, I guess. It's been about a year since yeah. we met at the Salt Flats thing. But I'm really glad that I met you, and I feel like oh, I've yeah. I've gained a lot of like just life knowledge, I guess, from you. Same education about my mental health, education about my ambitions with yeah, just like. Uh, with my photography and you just working with you for it was only like six or seven weeks that we worked together regularly but I gained a lot of skills as far as my videography like doing that every single week we were making a video every week 
and we yeah. were editing every i was editing a video for you every week and posting to youtube every week and just like learning the logistics behind that being able to constantly be practicing my my videography with that that was great for me like that was i gained a lot of experience through that so yeah it's good to have ambitious people to yeah that like you can compare and i feel like we did a ton of that we're like what are your goals what are your goals you know yeah we did tons of that and i feel like that's why we were drawn to each other in the first place is because mm-hmm. you were so ambitious at that music video and so was i and so we were like oh my gosh you're awesome let's do yeah. this so yeah i think it's important to find ambitious people that's cool and i love that you're so grateful all the time that's like a huge thing oh I yeah i think too. that's huge i think that the oh, universe yeah. isn't going to keep giving it to you if Unless you're not you're, grateful yeah you have to show, show gratitude it. yeah it's so nice. And, I and then, like it. to God, you know, like when I say the universe, I'm talking about God because right. that's who I believe in. But like, yes. yeah, just like showing gratitude towards God for what he's giving you because I don't think that he will continue. Well, I mean, I don't want to like say what God will and won't do for people, but <laughs> just like it's no, important yeah. to be grati- to be it's grateful. It's a huge part of it. And then you're able to like appreciate it more. It's so cool. Yeah. I sure. appreciate you a ton. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> and thank you. Well, is there anything else that you want to... I don't want to take up your whole day. I know you're a busy, ambitious woman. Um, but is there anything else you want to leave with the audience? Any kind of tips and tricks and life hacks or advice? Oh, man. I mean, no. I think we've covered it all. Sweet. Start now. Become debt-free. Your life, no. <laughs> your life can change whenever you want it to. Yeah. That's what I figured out when I was literally not able to even sit up in a chair (laughs) because i was so far gone but then i was like well let's start so like let's just go like it's you're just gonna be where you are and be complacent until you make a change if you want change in your life you need to change it's It's only gonna happen if you change so make that change and create your own reality Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> Trademark Brittany Brown. <laughs> 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 Alright, cool. Well, um, I guess we already Don't said be. where people wanted to follow you or where yeah. people can follow you. Beats, Beats with, with Brit. Oh, Jinx, you owe me a soda. <laughs> okay. Um, what about your YouTube? Do you still want people to follow you on your YouTube? Yeah. Brittany Brown, if you search downtown with Brittany Brown, you can see mine and Evan's videos. But nice. yeah. yeah, you can find it all from my Instagram, Beats with Brit. Cool buy tickets yes reach out nice not that she needs it i mean she's debt free so (laughs) (laughs) evan will never let me get off with my financial anything but it's okay i just like to tease you it'll be great (laughs) all right thanks Brittany. well thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the podcast if you enjoyed yourself and want to know how you can support this podcast, the best way to do so is by subscribing. And I would greatly appreciate a subscribe. And if you would tell a friend about this podcast and maybe your favorite episode, you are also more than welcome to leave a rating and a review on iTunes, which helps the podcast become more easily discoverable for more people. You can also go to anchor.fm slash ambitious slash support. That's ambitious with two M's. And you can give a monthly donation as low as $1. Support from you helps me to interview more people from different places and keep providing you with content that's delicious for your ears. Also, be sure to check the show notes for this episode for any additional information. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. It was so great to be in your ear holes, and I love you, and I'll talk to you in the next one.